Hey, 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 what's up, my people? We back on the third eye review. It's your host, Swervo, Derby Buchanan, whatever you want to call me, DJ. And we're back in the barn, baby. Hope you guys all get to tune in to the Mission Impossible 7 podcast, the Oppenheimer, and the Barbie podcast. It was doing great numbers, so thank you for everyone that do, did tune in and listen to that. Um, go go listen to it if you didn't, and make sure you catch the movies before if you didn't, because there is some spoiler alerts. But, uh, yeah, this is the place to get all your movie reviews, from ranges to the action movies, dramas, TV shows. It goes down here, so make sure you're tuning in at all times. And uh, we're just going to kick back in the barn and talk a little bit of what I've been doing lately with the movies, what I've been watching, and uh, what we got going on going into August and these fall months. September, October, Killers of the Flower Moon comes out in October. There's a lot that's coming out, really. So we're just going to chill and kick back and we'll just talk to you guys a few minutes about what's hot, what's not, what I've been watching. And, um, yeah, it's just been what's going on in the movie world. Um, last week was the birthday week. Birthday week. Hey, hey, hey. Turned 26, so took some time off for that. But I kicked the week off. Went to the Alamo Draft House. Shout out to them. It has to be one of the best movie experiences I've had. I just, uh, I don't know if I'm behind in this, but, you know. Just getting some food at the theater while watching the movie, not having to get up and go order it and rush back. Cause, oh, did I miss something? Like, no, this was uh, this was the vibe. So shout out to Alamo. I'm going to be going back there more for sure. It's only about an extra 15-minute drive from going to Ronnie's if you live in St. Francis County. So it was definitely a different – it was definitely a great choice for a different type of scenery. I went there and caught the old boy for the first time, and, man, it was smacking. Park John Wook, that's the, uh, I thought, and Parasite's not his film, but that was just one of them Korean films that I thought was just very, like, very great on the, you know, the aspirations of a, a real twist in the movie. I thought Parasite had that, but when I saw Old Boy, I was like, what the fuck? Um, yeah, Parasite, you know, is close, but Old Boy definitely, it tops all the, it tops, like, all movies with twists and that <laughs> I did not see what ha- what was happening coming at all. Um, but old boy is a story of, you know, the story of an old boy, you know, just trying to figure out what has happened in his life. And, uh, he was, he was abducted and locked up and had some, spent some time away in his room. And he was really trying to figure out why he was locked up for all this time. And, um, yeah, once he got his memory back from being drugged or whatever, and, things start connecting the dots and uh karma it was a real definition of you know karma and uh catching up with him it was a dark movie dark twist it was comedic movie but uh man it was just had upon leaving the theater i just like was just really wrapped up in the what the fuck you know and uh (laughs) i'm just glad that i caught it for the first time without watching the the spoiler i mean not the spoiler but the spinoff and um i'm just really glad i got the catch the original old boy in the theater for a first time watch because it was just one of the best experiences if i, I like i'm mad i didn't catch parasite parasite in theater because i can't imagine like how people were acting after that ending you know so <sighs> old boy is up there old boy is up there for sure and i'm still kind of trying to figure out how i'm gonna rank it like on my five star all-time list so uh yeah that's how good it is perfect five um just all around movie that has you in all the feels and I just, I, I'm probably going to go watch it again before it leaves the theater. So shout out Alamo for a great night to kick off the birthday weekend. Go catch the old boy if it's showing in your state, your theater. Make sure you look it up. Um, yeah, just it's one to catch for sure if you haven't watched it. And I'm not sure if it's available to be streamed on U.S. yet, but 
prior to this re-release, it wasn't available anywhere to watch in the U.S. So Park John knows what he's doing with this film in the re-release. It's meant to be watched in a theater. So make sure you get out and do that. Been watching a lot of movies on uh, the streams lately. Cool Hand Luke, that was that was hot. Cool Hand Luke was hot for sure. Um, Paul Newman. I'm, I'm I've been getting to these older films. I ain't watched lately. These older classics. Do the right thing. I watched last night. Gas pumps, phenomenal. Just very, a very great intense story that you know just has a bigger meaning. You know, just a vibe of a movie. I feel like Do the Right Thing was just a. If you could catch a hot day in the hood somewhere with the vibes of a uh, you know the bottegas and all that like that would be the the film and you know re- with racism secret uh not some semestic racism but you know like hidden racism within people not getting down with uh the cultural ways that th- this is the film you know this is one of the films you need to watch and it just has a great message that makes you think um yeah it was just a deep movie i was thinking about it all night after i watched it and it's a problem that, uh, you know, it's a problem that we're still fighting today in 2023. So Spike Lee knew what he was doing with that film. And it's just one of the ones that everyone needs to watch and have an open mind to for sure. So uh, Do the Right Thing is definitely on the what's hot. I'm trying to think what else I've watched lately. I've been watching a lot, man. I watched Aliens today, too. Woo! I don't know if the second one is better than the first one, though. The first one was just very, like, ugh like very scary but the second one was just very intense of like you know getting the getting the aliens killed and james cameron i see where a lot of the avatar like work came from within the, being in the space and all that and flying and the navi world within the cryo sleep and the, the cinematography through that stuff i see where game cameron james cameron gets a lot of his inspiration through space and all that um it was just a very well shot movie but i'm still up in the toss of if it's better than the first one but they're both good. I do like them. I do like them. I'm trying to finish the series. I'm going to go watch the Predator series with Schwarzenegger. And then I'm going to lead up to the new uh, Prey movie that I need to watch on Hulu that I've been putting off for like three months that I've been hearing. That's very great. So I just had to, you know, me, if I'm going to watch something, I got to start all the way from the beginning. Get, can't just hop in and get a half story. So, uh, yeah, the a- the uh, Alien and Aliens was great. And I'm I'm still watching them, still kicking them off. And I cannot wait till I finish it. But, uh, yeah, I would give the second one a four and a half, I think, right now. Um, but it's definitely on the what's hot, the what's hot side. These 1990s, 1980s or films are hot. I wish I lived in this era because it's just, it was just a different type of filmmaking. It seems kind of quirky with the story building up, but it always seems to come together right at the climax of the film. And it has a great wrap up that leaves you like, damn, that was a good movie at the end. So, you know, directors like really Scott, James Cameron, they were just really in the bag back in the day between the 80s and 90s, just doing what they love. And I love these science fiction films. I feel like it was very different storytelling back then, you know, having to do more practical effects and stuff, no CGI. Um, I feel like that's what brings more of that enhancement to love the movie in effect too, because CGI just takes away from a lot, you know, like, oh, that's kind of quirky or whatever. Um, The practical effects is always where it's been at. So... I think that's why I like Alien a lot, too. I just felt like aliens were crawling on me the whole movie. I'm like, oh, get away from me. But, uh, yeah, good film. Great film. Definitely what's hot. Um, who They clone Tyrone. People need to watch that on Netflix. There's a lot to watch right now. And uh, I, need, I just need to get back to the theaters. I really just haven't been rushing to go see Blue Beetle. Haven't been rushing to go see Haunted Mansion. Uh, so it's just a lot of things that are out right now that 
I really don't need to see. I do need to see Gran Turismo, though. Probably go see that one. I think it comes out in four days, so I still got some time to go see it. And, um, yeah, I just, you know, the theaters has not been bumping, but we're looking for Killers of the Flower Moon. Uh, we're looking to, for Dune 2. We're looking for all the great the great movies that are going to come out within the back end of the year towards October and November and December. Uh, I feel like Dune... I don't know. Dune 2 has a lot of opportunity. You know, I can't wait to see it in IMAX. But Killers of the Flower Moon, I feel like, has a lot of opportunity to come sweep some things within the Oscars and uh, nominations and stuff. But Oppenheimer would definitely be there, too. So it's now, like, this point in the year, movie watching in the theaters of more of what's going to live up to the hype to be the best picture and what's living up to, you know, beat Barbie, beat Oppenheimer. But there is some more sleepers out there that's great as well. And I still need to wrap up with the, the the ones I haven't seen, like Past Lives and all the other 2023 drops that are been reported as great that I still need to catch up with. But, uh, but yeah, other than that, Third Eye's just been chilling, man. I've just been trying to catch up with myself in the... <clears throat> I've been logging movies, so not that, but just the, the podcasting movie world because, like I said, there just isn't a, a, a lot that's hot right now in theaters to watch and i like to give you guys that theater experience so uh you know going into the winter i'll start wrapping up you know streaming and all that but it's just been a long long summer being at the movies and i'm great i'm grateful for that i like being at the movies and uh you can go catch a lot of releases in the movies as well i see theaters starting to do that more and i appreciate that like i need to go catch spirit away i think that's going to be caught in a re-release in theaters so that'll definitely be a third eye viewing that i'm going to catch because that's been on the watch list for a long time as well. So uh, why not catch it on the big screen? So, yeah, just catch movies like that if you can if on the re-releases to make it a different experience if you call a favorite movie at home on the stream. And just stay tuned with the Third Eye. You can follow me at Third Eye Review. That's E-Y-E-E Review on the Instagram. And catch me with Get Your Binge On on the 25th. No, the 23rd will be podcasting. And I think, I don't know when that will drop, but me and Jessica Bolton will be over there talking going to be a great time so make sure you tune over there tune in when she does drop that we'll just be talking i don't know what we're going to be talking i think we'll be talking about arrival of the movie for sure though and just different things it's like what's got us movie podcasts and what movies we love and you know why we just love doing this so can't wait to sit down and talk to jessica she's been a we've been great mutual friend uh great mutual friends upon the podcasting world so can't wait to sit down and crack crack down some movies with her and uh and get it going so make sure you follow her at Get Your Binge On. Make sure you follow The Barn. Shout out The Barn that hosts this at The Barn Podcast on all your on all your platform needs. So make sure you tune in. This is where the Third Eye Review drops, home of the Knuckleball Primetime Sports Betting Podcast. We got Birds and Swords, the Video Games Podcast, Metal Music Podcast, a Vulgar Display Podcast. So everything. Just so just make sure you tune in. And there's no way you can't find a podcast if you're liking with all the choices out there. And this is your host, Swerve, of The Third Eye Review. Make sure you're tuned in, baby, and make sure you're getting out to the movies and watching the movies and watching something hot. And, you know, if it's hot, it's probably been watched, baby.